Hi, welcome to another Chisapod. I am Joy Pande. And I'm Constance Khanakomu, giving you your entertainment scoop for the week. Tune in. Oh yes, Umzansi Seleville is filled with flavor. But you know that Or who secured the latest bag? Or just who's dripping with sauce? And who's adding the spice? Because if it's hot, then it's definitely in the cheese pot. Welcome back to another episode of The Chisapod. If you are new here, then you should know that every Friday we catch you up on the hottest entertainment news. But if you're a regular regular, get in the back because you know it's been a hell of a week. Now getting straight into it. So Zintle responded to tweets dragging her husband actually recently. So Murder Bonks, if you might not know, is DJ Zintle's husband uh, who shot up Translist recently after tweets said they found it inappropriate for him to wear aka's tribute t-shirt which was launched obviously as a tribute after his death in february mm. but people are saying no you know what i feel like you shouldn't be wearing aka's shirt but i'm the husband i'm supportive so zinta was just has just finally had it she's had enough she's saying please stop wearing it on my family dynamics we're doing it for the best for the interest children. of yeah. the children mm. yeah and that's on that and i feel like we should really stop policing these people and how they go about doing things. Since I was like, you guys don't like peace, hey? Mm. Actually, there's an old clip of her speaking on this as well, which was on Instagram Live. Let's listen to that. I feel like a lot of people have a lot of opinions about situations that have never been in, in their lives. There's a big chance that the person that asked me about AK has never lost someone like, like that they're raising a child with or they've never been in a situation. Like... I'm in the guys, I'm still gonna shock people. Like I was even telling I was even joking and saying, Nadia, when your boyfriend comes, he needs to come here. Like we're all a, a blended family. I don't get why South Africans are so scared of getting along. Like I think for a lot of South Africans, it would have given them so much comfort if Ken and I never got along. Why? Hi guys, you guys need to get over it. Guys, give people a hard time. Some people don't get along with their sister-in-laws. Some people don't get along with their this, with their, with their, with their new, with their baby daddy's girlfriend. They don't get. Guys, conflict is such a heavy burden to carry. I don't care how much you deny it. Hating someone or being in conflict with someone is a lot of work on your emotions. You have to wake up and remember. Ah, I hate that person. I don't want to talk to them. I hate Bongani. Uh-uh, guys, no. I don't have the time. I love everyone. I love my mom. I love Bongani's mom. I love Kinan's mom. I love Kinan's sister. I love um, brother. I love Bongani's... I love... I want to get along with everyone. I think we've given this story or this family dynamic as much attention as we possibly can. I think we're blowing things out of proportion. And the the Forbes and the Gianni and the Mohosana families are really trying to just live their lives. Yeah. I mean it's a lot, guys. Yo, mind your I think we're just we're just used to <laughs> not getting along with, with yes. our own family. Let me not talk about my family, but I'm just saying as black people usually we just see mm. we just know that there's always drama and mm. we just want to they want we want them to have the same mm. um which they're not about so i like the fact that this piece there who's this nadia nakai also was on el tito's podcast recently saying like i'm so glad that since allowing me to still have like cairo mm, in awesome. my life because mm. you know 
it was all peaceful when AKA was alive, so nothing has to change yeah. now that he's gone. So I really like the fact that she's just told y'all, stop that, okay? It's uh, For me, it's amazing to see that a bulk of comments are those that are against the whole setup. Mm. Um, it just really goes to show, like you said, how settled we've been with the common narrative that um, blended families should be butting heads all the time. And it's not always the case. And they're representing that which is going against the grain of the norm or mm-hmm. what has been the norm for quite a while. So let's give Batung, let's give other people a chance to just... Yeah, let's get over that. Let's move yeah. on from that. Maybe let's not even give it enough hype mm. from outside as well, yeah. Mm-hmm. And moving right along, Trevor Noah has joined us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> what's a Batung He's joined us in the podcast space. <laughs> okay. Listen. Look, it's the ask for me. You probably wonder why we're giggling, but we're fairly new to the podcast space uh, with our Chessa pod. But thank you very much for the support also. Just a side note. Anyway, a statement was shared with Chessa Live by Spotify on Tuesday. It confirmed that Trevor was set to host a new original podcast on the platform later this year, where he will engage in in-depth and free-willing conversations with some of the most influential and renowned figures around the world. Um, Joy, which guest do you think would be worthy to be on Trevor's Has Trevor interviewed Oprah yet? Oh, yeah, yeah, he's on the show. Ah, damn. I know. And he's done, <laughs> and he's done Barack. I'm just yeah. wondering who else. Exactly. Denzel, has he done Denzel? See, you snuck in how... You, uh, this is the comment I wanted to make, so I needed to make it a two-way thing. Mm. He literally has spoken to everybody. Mm. What What's new that... Yeah, okay. Also, I'm not shading Trevor. I'm also just asking Listen. what's new that you're going to bring to the podcast yeah. space because he's been himself with The Daily Show. We've mm-hmm. seen him humorous. We've seen... Like, Trevor get Trevor, even on the stage... And on the show, you can see that it's one person. And I like that about him. Is mm. you, 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 he is himself, his authentic self. So I'm just kind of worried with the podcast space in terms of what is it has to be. It's a saturated space. It mm-hmm. seems like everybody's ever doing growing. it. Yeah, Hence ever we're growing. Here, we're also saturating the space. Where now? <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it'll be interesting to see um, how that unfolds. No, let me tell you one thing about me. I love Trevor Noah. I don't even care if he's going to sell hot cakes. If you know hot cake, yeah, okay. Whether he's done it or he's never done it before or whatever. I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, how this unfolds, as you say, because, listen, not everybody's funny. Nobody does it like Trevor. And I really, really am a huge fan of Trevor. He shouldn't know that. I hope he doesn't listen to this right now. <laughs> but I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, just to catch you up, Trevor left the popular talk show, The Daily Show, last December. After seven years to... You know, he said he wanted to catch up on things that he's missed out on. And he's been booked and busy ever since. Like, he's been doing comedy tours across the world. Mm-hmm. I think he's coming here also. He's going to come, oh, yeah. child. Mm-hmm. I'll be in the front row. Uh-huh. <laughs> VIP tickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're looking forward to actually having him here in Mzanzi back again and making us laugh. Like, I'm sure he will do on the podcast as well. Mm-hmm. On uh, a little bit of a sad note, however, Bianca Naidu recently opened up about the mental health struggles that her late partner, Ricky Rick, faced privately. So if you don't know, Ricky Rick is a, was a rapper or a legendary rapper, one of the greatest rappers we've had in SA. Uh, but he unfortunately passed away um, last year in February on the 23rd at the age of 34 uh, because he took his own life. So on Youth Day, Bianca went on Metro FM and spoke about some of the 
yeah, the private mental health struggles or what she felt could have led to his demise. And she was mentioning that it was just the outside world mostly mm. and the pressures that he was facing that um, she felt had an impact on his mental health. And of course, as a family, they tried to be there for, for, for Ricky. And she she did speak on the fact that, you know, even when... He had a drug addiction. That's out now. If you haven't went to read uh, Louisa Zondo, the mother to Ricky Riggs book, she did disclose that he did have uh, or suffer from like a drug addiction. So there was a point where okay, he, he was quite an addict, yes. And then he took a break and was, you know, successful after going to rehab, but then he relapsed. So Bianca was like, okay, I feel like, Maybe he might have felt like he disappointed us. But also, you know, if you think of Ricky Rick's impact in the industry, I just feel like, not I just feel, Bianca did mention that she felt like Ricky wanted to do more. Mm. But instead of me running my mouth, let me let you hear what she had to say. Um, I think just, um, you know, just always struggling to... Um, to be able to do more like I feel like he always he wanted to do more than what he was actually mm-hmm. doing mm-hmm. Um, and making a difference and you know when I look at it I feel when I look at it now I feel like he he just he, he probably didn't think he was doing enough you mm. know and yeah that was definitely um, something that 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 hurt um, and then I think just with a lot of things that have been happening you know um, in the country as well, um, in the industry, you know, those are the things that really just didn't sit well with him. And I think just a whole lot of worldly things that he he did struggle with. Um, yeah. um, and of course, you know, we we openly say, and Mama has put it in her book as well. You know, Ricky did struggle with addiction, um, and had a very very good run. Um, and then unfortunately, you know, struggled again um, sure. towards the end. So, um, and I think that was that was hard for him. That was really hard for him to to feel like he's kind of failed, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I have to say that we really held him close yeah. in all those moments. And I think we gave him so much of love, even though he felt that, you know, he wasn't worthy of it, probably. Mm. Um, but we, we definitely gave him that. What do you have to say to that? Quite a sad one. Yeah, it's quite a sad one. Um, the mother spoke on DJ's Booster Hustler's Corner. Mm-hmm. And she said, obviously, for her, it hurts to process how her child died. Because she, as a mother, is always feeling like this. I, I, I wasn't there. Or mm. as a mother, I couldn't hold my child to have. And I'm... I'm I think I'm paraphrasing what she said. She wasn't holding him enough to deter that outcome Mm. or to stop that outcome or the outcome would have been different. Mm. It's a very sore topic when it comes to people taking their own lives. Yeah. And I know we're all facing so many things. Yeah. And um, I mean, I know of a lot of people who suffer like mental health issues and really... Yeah, there's no, you don't know when or how to even be there for that person. But if anything, I feel like as a friend, I always make it a point to, you know, 
reach them. out and yeah. check up on them. And I want to also be checked up on because it's a hard life out here. Okay. Yeah. So let's check up on one another. Check up on your friends. Uh, but also, if you've lost anyone from, you know, suicide, or, or even though we're not supposed to be saying that, if you know of somebody who's taken their own life, I feel like don't really... I know it's hard. It's not easy for me to say this or... I just feel like just don't be hard on yourself mm. or feel like or blame yourself or anything like that because if anything it was never in your power the person just decided to do what they felt was you know the last resort. Yeah. I'm glad that Bianca spoke out about this element mm. of of the whole situation because normally when we hear that somebody has taken their own lives our point of reference is always to blame the people around the person. Mm. So where were you you know talking to them a lot? Or, you know, did you do something that triggered them? Or if this is what was going through, why wasn't he in therapy and all these kinds of things? And even though uh, some of us may know that Ricky was battling drug issues, a lot of us maybe at some point, at that point when he took his life, we all thought he was kind of, you know, in the process of getting help or he was in therapy or whatever the case may be. I think it was not an outcome we were all expecting. Mm. And imagine if we were shook as the fans or as the media space or whoever was close to Ricky at the time. Imagine the impact that loss has had mm. on the family and the children. Yeah, But I like the fact that his legacy is still continuing regardless. Mm. Uh, Cotton Fest is coming up on the 2nd of, what is this, July? In Durban. Yes, it is July. <laughs> 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 Look at me. Losing track of time. So Cotton Fest is going to happen... Um, yeah, on the 2nd of July, as I mentioned, and the lineup was announced recently. Yeah, boy. And <laughs> if there's anybody that got flagged for being on that lineup Hi. is El Vovo and Bongs. Uguti. Actually, guys, Content Fest, what is it about? Isn't it about like young, hip and happening, yeah. upcoming people? But now I'm, I'm, I kind of understood why they decided to take that approach because, guys, we're going to Durban. Like, who do we have in Durban? Like, and of course, there are a, a number of artists that they did include there that are very much Durbanites. Mm. Um, but I feel like it was a good idea to, you know, get a, put a little bit of the old with the new yeah and also see how that works out yeah yeah you also you i mean as a I, I would imagine as an event planner i'm not trying to get all 2000s only i'm trying to appeal to a larger market i think ricky appealed to a larger market mm. we wanted the appeal of young people but also could bring in both the old and new so mm. i think that was his legacy it was never really about yeah it's like young people this or that but he also as uh, older mentor at the time to the people that he was mentoring he was able to bring in like i said both the young and the old and that's that's how it needs to be mm. the other cannot exist with the other so yes it's okay to have Elvovo and bongs w- on the lineup i mean i love Elvovo and bongs i grew up why it was i saw the clip sham um not shame, but I mean, yeah. You spoke to him, right? Three, three, three. Listen, so he went on social media saying, Yazin, I'm going to come irregardless or regardless yeah. of, you know, whether you guys want me or not. And he's busy promoting it. I did text him and I was like, Baba, <laughs> Baba. like, Skipani, what do you have to say with the, with, with, um, with the backlash? Yeah. Uh, but then he was just like, yo, CC. So I guess we're really over that. It's just a matter of him just, just going in. You know what? Mm. Um, Durban July is on the 1st. Cotton Fest is on the second. 
It's a and jump. It's gonna be a jump. It's gonna be a jump. And mm. really, El Vovo, I'll be looking forward to seeing that. Akitika Bongs. Mara, actually, Bongs. Bongs has hits. I mean, I don't he know. He has hits music. and he has. No, but he's moving from. What was he doing before? What is the thing? Kikum. Yeah. He's oh. moving from that to. What is this? Afrotech. Oh, it is Apple Tech. Apple Tech, I'm telling you. Okay, <laughs> yes. okay. So DJ Bongs is <laughs> moving from doing uh, Gom to yeah. um, Afro Tech. I get why he would want to move to Afro Tech because, of course, it has like a more international appeal. market yeah. or appeal. Um, so he has a song with Nomfundo Mo that he's going to drop. Uh, now I wonder what that's going to sound like. Yeah, my next question was going to be him doing Afrotech. Does it mean he's going to play his set Afrotech or he's actually creating music? Okay, but that's also good. Mm. Moving to other news, Gigi LeMain says her altercation with Mandy Badu on Love and Hip Hop was not scripted. I think we've had this chat before, but she didn't open up about whether or not it was scripted. I think she explained. So um, she says that, I mean, I said in the story, she's in her catching me outside. Okay. <laughs> well, that's exactly yeah. what we saw her doing throughout the entire season of the show. If yeah. anything, we saw Gigi being the drama yeah. of the show. She held the show. Let's be honest about that. Mm. And she did say herself that she felt that she did hold the show. But we saw her, you know, the drama ensued between like Mani Badu and her. I didn't understand what that was all about. You Everybody know? doesn't understand. But when we when she's asked, I think the whole thing that's been a kind of a consistent factor or consistent comment is that she says she doesn't want to be pushover anymore. She actually tweeted also explaining that she's in that point in her life where she just doesn't want to be a pushover anymore. She's been bullied. And um, yeah, she's, which, she's is, the line. Mm-hmm, which is understandable. But for any of you that are not sure where we're getting this kind of content from. She was, uh, she had a, a sit down with DJ Fresh on his podcast called, mm, those podcasts, what a, <laughs> <laughs> what a week, you know? And she was asked what the altercation was about. I, also, the answers is not to make sure. But anyway, um, the altercation happened. She said she's not going to be a pushover anymore. And sh- they wanted all of that to play out in front of the camera because DJ Fresh asked, could this have been handled differently or outside, whatever. Mm. She's like, no, it's unfortunate that it played out, you know, in front of the cameras. It had to be because, I mean, obviously you were, you were we shooting the show. the show. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. And yeah. we know how reality shows love the drama, mm-hmm. essentially. So, okay. And here's what she had to say. It was a great experience. Mm. The drama was real. So the drama was real. Okay, so it's not engineered. No, but it's like... So I feel like Money and I, siblings, mm-hmm. yeah. love it a bit, you know, but I've just developed this new persona and I don't know if I'm proud of it or not, but like I just... What is the new persona? Like, let's call. Mm. Like if, and it has to be worth it. Like it has to be, I also have to understand why I am going to give energy to it. For sure. You know, there's certain situations where you just don't give energy. Oh, that's a queen. I'm a queen, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and with money, she, she's like a sister to me. Sure. And uh, unfortunately, that was ironed out on camera. It didn't have to be on camera. Mm-hmm. But I think it was just a, um, a respect thing that we both felt we both needed to be. And you know how hip-hop sure, sure. contact sport, we get touched very quickly. In other news, and I think we need a drum roll for this one, Boosie seems to be back in studio amid claims that she's down and out. <laughs> That's not funny, actually. No, Damn. it's not. Oh my God. I feel bad for that. What a legend. Yes. Listen, her legion of fans, myself included, are very excited after she... Um, Teased to a musical comeback, mm-hmm. so there was a, she posted a video of herself um, 
in studio with Black Motion. I really thought that was a really big one. We all know Black Motion only has hits, hits after hits. Mm. Uh, but this is the new Black Motion. So mm-hmm. we wonder what this one is going to sound like with the new Boosie that I'm hoping this is going to bring. So if you recall, the singer had stepped away from the spotlight in 2017, saying that she wants to focus on the artist under her record label. I don't know who those artists are. Mm. Let's talk about that. But... Anything <laughs> beyond that, listen, after 10 years in the industry, I was really sad to see her go. Mm. Um, so I'm glad that she's back. Um, she's been saying that she's going to come back. I think there was a point last year where she kind of teased towards making a comeback. Did she ask last year? Whatever. Yeah, Bonaguti, we can't even keep track. Because here you've been coming, Sisi. But if anything, we're very, very excited. Um, for me, I'm anticipating that for sure. So there's no audio on the video that she shared, but we're definitely looking forward to her return. On to the next. The Shaka Ilembe series has finally premiered. And, uh, you know, just judging by the reactions we've gotten, a lot of people are saying it was worth the waits and worth the hype. Apart from the boobies that y'all made trend. But anyway, that's besides the point. <laughs> the eight-part series is funded by Multi-Choice and produced by Bomb Productions. But, Joy, mm. there's a producer that is claiming copyright ownership. And this was a story that was reported in the Sunday Times um, weekend publication. Our print. There we go. Giant. I was like, what are you you working (laughs) again? Okay. Okay. Um, Tambandaba of Teddy Bear Productions is claiming he and his team conceived the idea of the movie King Shagazulu, the warrior king, back in 2012. Mm. Now, um, they had planned to release it five years ago, uh, but lack of funding presented a challenge. Mm. By the time they had secured government funding in 2017, Ndaba alleges Bomb Productions already had information about the show. So we're gonna. I'm gonna read out a quote from Daba, and it reads: "We'd gotten sponsors and endorsements, and had begun doing media interviews. So our idea was really already out there. People already knew what we were working on. So Bomb Production ran with the idea faster than we did. They got funds and did the story because they saw that it was the gold they've been looking for." Says Daba. You didn't have the money, somebody had the coin. This is not an original idea, is it now? I mean, did Bomb reply? I actually don't see Bomb respond to that. But if anything, I wouldn't give it more any any hype. It's not an original idea. So, and also, why would you go and do interviews and stuff when you don't have the coins yet? I mean, of course, it's sad, you know, for somebody to... I mean, if you have an idea, then somebody else takes it. Listen, if I had the coin, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I know where I stand with Joy, guys. If I have an idea and I don't have the coins, she's going to steal it. Nah, I ain't got time for your idea. I have my own oh, original. Oh, yeah, but original ones. When I little um the mermaid three or whatever in HD, maybe you want to put a colored and not a black person. Honestly, it's not an original idea, is it? Mm. No, I, I, the concept of King Shaga is not a new thing. Mm. So, also, storytelling is different. It can be explored in different ways. You mm. can be talking about the same thing, but like with inst- 
for instance, with this one, they're kind of focusing on the upbringing and on, on Chaga's mother, mm. which is a story that hasn't been told. Yeah. So I, for now, I'm going to withhold comment because I'm not sure what Ndaba and their team were focusing on with their mm. story, whether they're going to retell it because already we know the one, Yaha Henry Tele. Mm. So with this, this now, Shaka. movie, King Shaka Zulu. Exactly. I think something, I think but sounds completely different from... I'm saying thing. it would be um, very disingenuous of us to say there's nothing new. I'm saying mm. storytellers oh, will right, always explore other avenues of telling an existing story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We see that in how stories are reported throughout publications. The same could be talking about the same person but different angles. Mm. So I'm saying I'll give Ndaba benefit of the doubt. I don't know what happened to what unfolded there. And um, hopefully, shame, they get recourse. Not shame, okay. Hopefully they get recourse <laughs> <laughs> and tell that story. If yeah. it's different from Ilembe, I yeah. want to actually, you know me, I want to I wanna see. Of course, yeah. of course. But apart from the drama, I actually went to the premiere looking mm. like a baddie, you know, Hi. an African baddie. <laughs> <laughs> I had my duke. It was like a um, traditional theme, of course, because Shaka Ilembe, Africa, ing ing. <laughs> so I was wearing like a, a traditional Yana duke with a very tight black dress child mm-hmm. listen and I had my gold accessories and I looked very much African queen even though we've had our breasts out this entire time but yeah. anyway <laughs> but on that point what are your thoughts that the, the thing that trended the most wasn't the content of Shagai Lembe mm. but the fact that women were bare chested listen I feel I think people will make a... Last time we were talking about Pearl Tusi and the fact that people were making a boo, uh, a, a big hoo-ha about having seen her breasts. Mm-hmm. So I think... Uh, I find it a little bit childish. And I think it's also just the thing of Twitter. Mm-hmm. Now, okay, are you guys excited by seeing um, Nomzamu's breasts? Mm-hmm. And also, like, it's, it's, it's just cringe for me that that's the focus. But for me, when I watched the show, I was like, the cinematography, honey, mm-hmm. is bomb. Yeah. Um... Am I gonna be following up on this thing? But no, I really, I really enjoyed the the entire thing, and I like the fact that, as you mentioned, like it's focusing on the matriarchal side of the story, which has not been told. So, mm. listen, I am I'm, I'm gonna focus on the story. Let's hope because it's just yeah. retelling the story so we can get our history right. Y'all yeah. know what breasts look like. Can we start? <laughs> uh, let's hope by the second episode we'll be over the seeing women. With their boobies out. So. Also, it's scary how much of a we're living in hypersexualized times. Mm-hmm. Everything's about sex and the boobs and this and that. Like we could never have. There's never a day on Twitter where there's nobody talking about oh how to keep a boyfriend or how a girlfriend or this or that. I'm like oh my mm. god, really? What are you doing for your life? What are your goals? Your family okay? Like you know, there's more to life than that stuff anyway yeah i actually do have a clip from nomzamo speaking Mm -hmm. about how um the show itself will encompass women empowerment so she actually wore the hat of a actor or actress as well as a producer here's what she had to say i mean for me i'm always one who who wants to use my voice for and to stand for something much greater than myself, but also to change the discourse of who we are as young women, you know, and all the patriarchy that we've had to push through and we continue to push through. So it's very interesting how this full circle moment that something that I already live and am and I'm able to do it now through my art form and Unandi really, really, I'm, I'm, I'll always be grateful to Inko Sazana for choosing me. 
Well, congratulations to her and her team and everybody at the Multi Choice uh, Bomb Production. Even though you know, Chabiris, you know, never tried to come for y'all. I really loved the entire situation that happened, and yeah, hopefully I'll be able to keep up. It's a king series, guys. I think if it was a movie, you know, it'd be easy to just watch and go. But hopefully, you know, it will keep get me captivated enough to continue watching. Uh, but yeah, that's all we have for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in and make sure to tune in next week again. Remember, you can find our latest podcast, review and subscribe for free on iono.fm, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, player.fm and Pocket Cast. You can also find us on all social media platforms at Chissa Live. This Chissa Pod is a Times Live production and our producer is Demi Buzo. I have been your host, Joy Pandit, and I have not been alone as you heard I've been with Constance Hanakomu well until next time goodbye for now bye